Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Betches Media presents... A lot of them aren't even pretending to be in charge. Slow the testing down. Remove him from office. No justice, no peace. Cast a vote that will make you proud. The Betches Sup Podcast. With all due respect, that's a bunch of malarkey. Hello and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Amanda Duberman. And the Betcha Sup Podcast is your daily rundown of all the crazy shit going on in the news, brought to you by your two funniest friends. Which is us. Hooray. Ugh. Hi, Amanda. Hi. I feel like the craziest <laughs> shit was not as humorous as it usually is this week. Yeah, I just felt tired this week. Like when I I think it was yesterday's tired. newsletter when I was writing it, I was just like, this is madness. I'm yeah. sick. I'm sick of this. I'm sick yeah. of every day being like this. I'm yeah after we got off Brian and I with Asher Wangapa yesterday Brian just went he was like that broke me (laughs) (laughs) because he was just like explaining how like no we actually need to impeach Bill Barr right now like it's pretty fucking bad it's real bad we're just like oh no like oh right I know I mean again it's like the norms have just been so eroded which obviously we'll talk a lot about that today uh yeah (laughs) But it's, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. But I was telling you this week, um, amid all that, I noticed so many listeners, so many of you guys just sent in really kind messages out of the blue, just saying that you're enjoying having the podcast every day and just congratulating us for getting certain guests. And I really needed that this week. It was really nice. Um, Like we had AOC share that Instagram last week. So that brings like a wave of new people and some of whom don't agree with what we agree with and like to tell me in a really unkind ways. So it was really good timing that this week, a lot of you just decided to reach out. Um, and that's really nice. And we really do appreciate it. And it really does uh, make a difference. Yeah. So thanks, thanks guys. That's I I'm really, really so glad. Nice. And you know, I guess just piggybacking off of that, I feel like people should just send nice messages to Amanda. So that sounds great. <laughs> If you ever feel compelled to do so, I would suggest sending a nice message to Amanda because she runs this up Instagram account and that can be a place. It's a place. It's a place. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It can It'll be a place be. for the free exchange of ideas. It, it, that is a hundred percent. It's absolutely that for better and for worse. <laughs> Very free exchange of ideas. I just start mm-hmm. charging for people to share their ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Please Venmo Amanda if you want to share your ideas with her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's touch on, okay. So we talked about this with Asha a little bit yesterday. And by now, you know that the president suggested delaying the election. Um, Ah. Probably. Yay. No problem. (laughs) Latest foray into fascism. Also, at least the the newsletter this week was so funny. (gasps) Thank you. It's never not funny, but so many people were just messaging me this week. Like Jesus Christ, this newsletter is so good. It was so, it's, I mean, it's, it's bad, but sometimes I feel like when I'm in the deepest well of despair, (laughs) I'm just like, fuck it. <laughs> the bit about Bill Clinton, t- Bill Clinton in today's, it really, 
It really changed well, my morning. It was so funny. You guys have to read it. <laughs> <laughs> so sign up for the Bed Just Up newsletter, guys. Yeah. Okay. So the Constitution actually empowers Congress to change uh, the date of the election. And if no president has been election by Inauguration Day, basically the next, I assume, most recently elected person in the line of succession inherits the office, which after Mike Pence is Nancy Pelosi because the VP gets elected with the president. Although, I mean, presumably if Trump wants to delay the election, he wants to delay all of them. Although actually, I'm sure he just wants to delay the presidential one. He's like, they can run. They can have theirs. I just don't want to move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so, well, also, I just don't think he's considered even for one second what it means. And I'm not even convinced that he knows other people have elections this year. Uh, that's true. I don't think that he, that's something that's in the for He's like, no, it's the presidential election. It's the one with me. Right, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Um, so either way, it's not happening. Uh, Mitch McConnell and other GOP senators yesterday, they came out and shot down the suggestion. Um, that on top of Obama coming for him harder than he ever has, Trump ha had a day yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, I wonder if he can even register having a day. No. At this point. I don't not even, like, what does that look like for him mentally to have a day? Yeah, everything just goes in his brain and then just like computes into his weird narcissistic perception and then he just yeah. rages. But uh, Trump later tweeted that while he objects to mail-in voting, absentee voting is fine. Uh, these are the same thing, virtually. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that and I was like, even for him, I'm like, don't you know this is... But of course he doesn't. No. He no. doesn't know anything, Amanda. He doesn't know anything. He doesn't know. So like in some states, absentee, it's like you apply because maybe you're not living there right then. Or like a lot of times you have to apply. A lot of times you have to have an excuse. Um, but a lot those excuses in a lot of states have, have been eliminated amid the pandemic. Where mail-in voting like refers... It's the same thing, but it's just like... Like some states already do universal mail-in voting. There's no application. It's just assumed you're going to do that. Um and obviously in the background of all of this, like he's not supporting the post office. He like appointed some political appointee to run it and the post office is going to fail. Right. And that's, that's the thing about this is like, I don't think he's going to delay the election or even really attempt in any meaningful way to delay the election. But I think that this whole thing and what scares me is it belies his goal of uh, disrupting the election, of making the administration of the election as difficult as humanly possible by, yeah. like, you know, if a competent president who cared about the election would be putting a lot of money into the post office right now. They'd be making sure that the post office is running the best it's ever run so that we can get these ballots sorted and all of this stuff. Instead, he's tanking the post office and then previewing his future attack, which is he's like, it's going to take months to count these ballots, all this stuff. It's like, it doesn't have to be like that. You're making it like that. Yeah. I saw a post that was like, even if, the, even though there's not really a Halloween this year, like everybody's kids should dress up as like mail carriers. Cause then you can buy stuff from the post office to support them. And like, so that's the stage of, of this dystopia we've reached where we're buying post office merch. Yes. And like, these Republicans who came out against him, yeah, I don't think they would support a move as obvious as right. delaying the election. But I don't have any faith that they wouldn't back him on voter fraud allegations after the election or whatever other route he's trying to go. You know, they just won't go as far as delaying the election because they know that that is like... I mean, that's a yeah. pretty big move right. to do, but I don't have really any faith that they would not back 
other attempts by him after the election right. to not accept the results. So yeah, all you have to do is plant the seed like he did again, which is that like it's rife for fraud from for like foreign interference. They don't even check your ID, and that's not true. But all he has to do is tweet it, and then there's going to be reports day of of people are going to make up stories about seeing undocumented documented people that you just, I guess, can tell are undocumented, dropping off trash yeah, I wonder what of, that means. of ballots. And pe people are going to be like, well, Trump did say that that might happen. So that's, that's what's happening. Exactly. And this whole thing, like, whether Trump has a real coherent plan that he's doing to try to, uh, you know, nullify the results of the election, or whether it's just his normal strategy, which is to just say shit that comes into his head. I feel like he is stirring a pot that cannot be unstirred by doing this. And that once he puts it out to his minions, like the elections are fraud, then even if we, Joe Biden gets elected, we get him out of office, Joe Biden is inaugurated, the peaceful transference of power occurs, we're still going to have this contingency that believes the election was a fraud and like the division that that creates in an already divided society scares me. Yeah. As you're saying that, I realize that like, no matter what, even if he does, I trust that he will leave the office by January. Yes. If he's not elected, but you're right. There's going to be years long of like a good amount of the population still insisting and DMing us. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's not what that's not what happened. That Trump lost. Absolutely. Exactly. And it's like we keep talking about like, oh, what if Trump contests the election? It's like, babe, he already has. Yeah. He's what already if? did he already did it. It's contested now. So we are already living in the reality where one of the people has like called the election fraudulent. Right. So that's this week. Um <laughs> <sighs> All right. Uh, yesterday, President Trump also happened to tweet. Uh, he sent out this tweet right after the worst economic report ever <laughs> came out. Um, yesterday. Sorry, that's the economic term. Worst ever. Yes. Uh, look it up. <laughs> yesterday, the Commerce Department announced that the GDP shrank at an annual rate of 32.9% in the second quarter. The overall economy in the second quarter was 9.5% smaller than during the same period last year. This basically ends uh, five years of huge economic growth that began under President Obama. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> and new jobless claims rose for a second straight week with 1.43 million workers filing for initial unemployment benefits. This report comes as there are basically no signs that the U.S. economy can open anywhere near full capacity anytime soon, you know, because we didn't do anything. Right. To I can't make believe, it so that I that still can't happen. believe we're here. I know. I know. It's insane. And they're still just like, let's just wait. Let's just wait and do nothing. Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of doing nothing today, tonight at midnight, enhanced unemployment benefits expire for millions of people. And Congress has no plan for how to continue them. Actually, the Senate has adjourned for the weekend. They are taking a three-day weekend, which has begun today. So that, I didn't realize we were eligible for a three-day weekend. This, I didn't know. What is the purpose? What is that? What's, what's, what's the holiday? Till, they can't finish till five on Friday, really? 
They're at home. They're working from home the same as us. They're not even. They're going to Disney World. This is, I mean, when I read that, I was so. That's the link I accidentally got pasted in the newsletter because I read that too. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And then I clicked on it and then it's just in the newsletter now. You guys will see. Well, you know, that's a fun. It's a very strongly. Think of it as a Taylor Swift Easter egg. What is it? Um, So the $600 unemployment enhancement benefits that Congress passed end today for most people, a lot of people, rent is due tomorrow. A federal moratorium on evictions lasted until last Friday. So now people can be evicted again. Unemployment benefits are expiring today and rent is due tomorrow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, I know that leaves more than 12 million renters at risk for homelessness. Great. During a pandemic that people aren't going to, will be out and about no home, nowhere to live Mm -hmm. or have to move into multi-generational homes, which have Mm -hmm. actually been linked to uh, like people who live in multi-generational homes, which is also an issue with like, uh, like black and Latino people are more likely to be in homes with different generations living under the Mm -hmm. same roof. They have been uh, infected at a way higher rate for the pandemic. So these people are going to be evicted and then they're going to have to go move back in with mom and grandma. And then the whole family gets COVID is what happens there. Um, And the Paycheck Protection Program, which still has $130 billion intended to help small businesses, is set to expire on August 8th. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you are searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone on any occasion. Now it's easier to find gifts made by independent sellers for all of the people in your life, like the pickleballers, I know plenty of those, the jazz fan, the artist, the pasta lover, whatever niche interest they have, you can find an incredible gift on Etsy. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, there is something for everyone. There is so much pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas specifically for my dad, but my dad loves flying. He loves airplanes. He loves aviation, and he never gets sick of a cute little gift that has a reference to that. And the inventory for that on Etsy is incredible. I hope my dad lives for 200 years because I can get him a birthday present related to aviation or planes from Etsy for every single one of them, if not hundreds and hundreds of years more. There really is that much. A gifting moment is always around the corner, but whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. And I've been reading that a lot of this money, especially the funding for like states and localities, it hasn't even been spent yet. Like a majority has not been spent States and localities are literally like sitting on millions and millions of dollars because the restrictions on how they can spend it are very, very narrow and strict. And like nobody wants to have to give this money back because they're like, we're fucked. We have nothing. If we ask, if we spend this money the wrong way and then you audit us, we're, it's over for us. It's over. 
And so there's so much money that's not getting spent. And I know it's like part of negotiations that it's like, do we give them more money now or do we just free up the money? And it's like, how, I don't know, how about both? (laughs) Tell them what they can use it on and give them more. I really feel like we're out of throw the kitchen sink at the problem scenario at this point. Like, I, it's just crazy to me. And I'll never get over it, and I'll never stop being angry that every other country has shown us exactly what needs to be done. It is working there. The curves are going down. They are able to reopen. The cast members of Love Island are on vacation. It's in my feed. They're having a great time. They're safe and happy. And I and we, all of us, are here in this mess. It's 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 unreal. It's, it's unbelievable. unbelievable. It's like let's even just follow the like the medium worst. Even if we just do what they do, we'll be better than what we're doing now. It's so crazy, but it's the most. It's also the most American thing in the world to be like, okay, so the rest of the world has come up with a system. What if we take that system? We make it <laughs> right. not make mathematical sense. We actually make it really hard. We make right. it cost a lot of money. We make it like impossible to use. We make it racist kind of right. for no reason. Like, <laughs> right. Other just, countries are just like, we're going to pay you what you were paid until everything is safe. Yeah. The other countries are worked. like, um, we're going to use the metric system. It's based on uh, intervals of 10. <laughs> And we're like, 12. <laughs> right. 12 inches is a foot. Oh, God. We make it it's so based- hard to follow a recipe. <laughs> it's based on a man's foot, you see. <laughs> and that's why we call it a foot. <laughs> oh, it's shocking. It's shocking. And I mean, oh, God. I mean, and then you think about it, It's just like, you think about if Joe Biden were president. Like, Trump is, has not spoken to Nancy Pelosi in months. How are we not talking about that all the time? He's literally not part of this. He's not in the room where it's happening. That's the whole point of wanting to have that job. What did he do last night? What did he do last night? He, apparently, Nancy Pelosi, Mark Meadows, who's his chief of staff, and Chuck Schumer, they all met at the White House all night, came to no deals. What was he doing? What's he doing? Nothing. Nothing. And it's, it's like, even if, you know, you're not in love with Joe Biden or don't think of him as like the pinnacle of like competent leadership or whatever, you know that the people he's going to surround himself with will also be working on this problem 24 seven. And it's not going to be a random group of acting directors because he forgot to even put anyone in the role in the first place or like the bottom of the barrel people who would even agree to work with you. You know, it's going to be like competent people in their field and he's going to be actually listening to them and he's not going to get mad when one of them is more popular than him. Right. Uh, Like, I mean, it's just the, the difference in what our leadership situation will be when we get a new president, Joe Biden into the white house cannot be understated and anyone who tries to dance around and pretend like there's no difference between them is full of it full of it and they're lying on purpose they have a different agenda because they know that that shit's not true they know it's not true absolutely i mean i've read from his campaign that like they're 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 getting ready to get in there and fix this like they see that as their responsibility obviously his campaign but they can only do that so much and it's like he could he's bringing in the people that helped fix things in 2008 there were a lot of ways that that response wasn't perfect, I'm sure. But like, all right, bring them back. I wanted to move forward too, but right, just bring them back. Bring them back at in. Least, 
Yeah. Right? It's like, at least we'll have people who are working on this in good faith, in power, and who don't have an agenda that's not, we should fix the pandemic because people are dying and there's a pandemic and it's our job to do it. It's not some guy who's like, everybody's mean to me. Why is everybody being so mean to me? This is such a bad thing for me. <laughs> like, it's unbelievable. Oh, God. And then this morning, so this morning, a, a lot of the tension seems to be, based on what I was reading from this meeting last night, is that like the White House is actually, what they want to do is extend the $600 just as like a standalone thing, like right now as an emergency. Like they're like, okay, we can't just take this away from people, especially after this report that the economy's like never been worse. But they want to like pause everything else. And then I think they'll feel like they have leverage after that. And we'll be like, oh, well, you get Democrats, you got the 600. So like, what are you doing? Why can't you just move forward? It seems like what the White House is rejecting to is like a lot of the stuff actually related to the virus. Like we need more testing. 70,000 people have died since the HEROES Act passed. That's half of all the people that have died. Like this isn't ending anytime soon. No. Um, and, and the testing situation... It's actually gotten worse because yeah. when I got tested the first time at City Empty, it took me four days to get my test results back. I just got tested again because, you know, I left to visit my family. So I got tested again. Um, and I was told it's going to take two weeks. So what's the point of that for me to know? What's the point? What's like, okay, I didn't have COVID two weeks ago. That's nice. Right. Great right, information. Right. <laughs> right. But they can test basketball and baseball players every day. And for baseball players, it's not even working. They're still getting it. Well, yeah. Yeah. I was I reading mean, this morning too. There's a new shortage and like they're doing thousands of tests a day on basketball players. We don't need sports yet. Take the sports away again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I listen. You said it, Amanda. And that's on, and that's on your DMs. And that's I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. But I, I, I agree. I mean, it's, it's madness the way that we are trying to act like we can have it all. Right. This country is really trying to act like we can have it all and that we cannot shut down and we can have our sports games and we can still go out. And it is at the expense of now 150,000 lives. It's insane. Yeah. And, but this morning, this morning, some coronavirus experts and doctors, including uh, Dr. Fauci testified before some house members and the big, the big headline from this morning, it's still going on is of course, rep Jim Jordan, no jacket, Jim, uh, just bullying Dr. Fauci specifically to ban protests. Uh, have you seen this clip? I'll play it. Avoid crowds of any type, no matter where you are, because that leads to the acquisition and transmission and I don't judge one crowd versus another crowd. When you're in a crowd, particularly if you're not wearing a mask, that induces it's just, it's the spread. A simple, it's a simple question, doctor. Should we limit the protest? Government is obviously yeah. lim limiting people yeah. going to church. And, and look, uh, I'm there's, not, been no, there's been no violence that I, I yeah. can see at church. I haven't seen people right. during a church service go out and, and harm police officers right. or burn buildings. But we know that. I mean, for 63 days, right. nine weeks, it's been happening in Portland. Right. Yeah. Well, one night in Chicago, 49 officers were injured, but no limit to pro no limit to protests. But boy, you can't go to church on Sunday. What was the? Uh, I don't know how many times I can answer that. I'm not going to opine on limiting anything. I'm just going to tell you. You've opined a on a lot of things, Dr. Fauci. Yeah, but I've never. This said is something that directly impacts the spread of the virus, yeah. and I'm asking your 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 position on the protests. Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm not going to opine on limiting anything. I'm telling you what it is the danger. And you can make your own conclusion about that. You should stay away from crowds, no matter where the crowds are. 
I like it makes me so mad to hear someone being rude to Fauci. So rude. And so Fauci rude. can hold his own and I love hearing his like angry Fauci voice and whatever, right. but I'm just like how fucking dare you no jacket jam right. talk yeah. to Fauci this way. And it's almost like Sean and I were talking about this before this. It's like you actually get the point. He's approaching a, a point. Jim Jordan, which is that like, is there a, a d- why are some things banned and not others? But the point is that like, you can't ban people from gathering outside. Yeah. Number one to protest, like that's not Dr. Fauci's call. There right. is a difference. Of course there's a difference. And you can tell that Fauci wants to like say that he's like, because I'm not like an authoritarian, like accessory. That's why. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, Fauci is not a lawmaker. Fauci is not a policymaker. Fauci is a scientist who is telling you science. And if you actually listened to his what he was saying, he was actually saying something that supports your point, which is he was like, right. you shouldn't gather outside in crowds. Exactly, right. So if he would let Fauci talk, then Jim Jordan could go on and wax poetic about his weird point about what why you can't go to church versus be in a protest and the answer is that you're inside, but fine, whatever. <laughs> because you know, you know, Fauci didn't want to be on TV saying, yeah, I guess protests are in that category because that would have been, Trump would have tweeted that immediately. Every Republican who was against these protests would have tweeted that immediately. Of course he doesn't want right. to be on record saying that. No, of course not. And it's not his job to be. His right. job is to tell us science. The science is it is dangerous to be in a crowd. If you're in a crowd, you should have your mask on, all of that stuff. Like, that's it's more dangerous to be in a crowd inside right so whatever like the republican like as jim james clyburn responded to jim jordan after that saying basically referencing all these republican fundraisers we're seeing especially in like kansas that are just no masks indoors shaking hands all of it right exactly it's like i went to the protest and every single person had a mask on Every single person. And these people. Not exaggerating. Every single person. And people were mindful, even though you're in crowds, people weren't touching each other. You know, they weren't like, people were also getting tested as a result of going, because these, the people who are gathering in the protests are people who are mindful about the virus. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same, with the same fish picture? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes, conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you and the entire family covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Home Chef has over 30 options a week, and they serve a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it is economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. So for a limited time, Home Chef is offering our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash feverdream. That's homechef.com slash feverdream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash feverdream. You must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. 
Speaking of gathering inside and the repercussions of that, <laughs> sorry, that's very dark, but yesterday, former presidential candidate for the GOP, Herman Cain, died of coronavirus after a weeks-long battle. Uh, he was a businessman, one-time candidate. You probably remember him. He was like the yeah. he was like the flashy Rare, candidate. Yeah. He's was that 2012? I think so. It was 2012. Okay, he yeah. was like the flashy candidate in 2012. There was a video of him where he quoted Pokemon. Um, <laughs> the last time we had seen him publicly was, incidentally, at Trump's rally in Tulsa, which, famously, there was no social distancing. There's a photo of Kane indoors, sitting down inside at the rally, not wearing a mask. Uh, I believe he tested positive for COVID like two weeks after that. And just a day before his death, Kane's Twitter account was posting messages alleging that the virus is overblown. So that's so dark. It's really dark. And it's like, you know, part of me is just going to try to sit here and be like, well, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. But this morning, uh, Maxine Waters was saying things. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. And I'll leave it to Maxine to say <laughs> yeah. the things. She's going to yeah. say better things than I could. And uh, yeah, yeah. She, she's a great sayer of things. But I mean, Turning Point USA, which is that like youth conservative group, they just had a similar situation where they've mm -hmm. been saying stuff about how they don't want to wear masks and the virus is overblown. And then one of their co-founders died of COVID. So, That's unbelievable. Oh, my God. I mean, it's happening because a virus doesn't actually care about your political agenda. Right. And you can get it no matter what. You can right. get it if you think it's a hoax. You can get it if you don't think it's a hoax. Right. It doesn't matter if you think that it's your right not to wear a mask. That has that doesn't, like, that doesn't mean you, you opted out of getting the virus because you won't wear a mask. Even exactly. though Louis Gohmert thinks that's how you get the virus. I can't even talk about Louis Gomer. Oh, uh, never. Ugh. I. It's, it's ridiculous. Devastating. Also, it's yesterday, ridiculous. We learned the first dog was reported to maybe have died of coronavirus. Uh, buddy, oh. a seven-year-old German Shepherd from Staten Island was the first dog to test positive for the virus. He died on July 11th. So, okay, Buddy had cancer. So, you know, it's unclear whether the virus killed him. Uh, his owner had had contracted it, and that's how they think he got it, or the cancer did or the cancer made him more susceptible to worse illness. And when I saw this story, if Morty gets, if Morty dies of coronavirus, someone is getting assassinated. <laughs> like, I will John Wick. I will, I will be like, I'll be Joanne Wick and something is going to happen to somebody. I, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I remember I'm, Amanda's kidding. Don't totally DM her. Don't DM me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't call the cops. I remember because a cat and a tiger have gotten coronavirus. And I immediately yeah. was like, if I gave my fucking cat COVID and she died, I don't even. I don't know how it'd go on. <laughs> I literally, it would be, it would be lights out for me. Um, More good news though. <laughs> uh, okay. Finally, our final story. We're put on your tinfoil hat. We're going, we're going to, we're taking a trip to Little St. James. <laughs> Hundreds of pages of court documents involving British socialite Ghislaine Maxwell, longtime associate of Jeffrey Epstein, who has been accused of enabling the late financier's sexual abuse of underage girls, 
were unsealed on Thursday night following a months-long court battle over the documents. So the documents are from a now-settled lawsuit that was filed in 2015 against Maxwell by Virginia Roberts... I never... Jeffrey. Okay. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, yeah. Jeffrey. Virginia Roberts Jeffrey. Jeffrey had sued Maxwell in the past for calling her a liar when Jeffrey had, you know, come forward with allegations that she had been trafficked by Maxwell and Epstein to high-powered people, which is basically the crux of her whole thing. Virginia Roberts Jeffrey is also the woman in the photo with Prince Andrew. Yeah. So... That's this is all related to the Prince Andrew thing as well. Uh, Jeffrey basically accused Maxwell of acting as Epstein's madam, uh, the cronk to his Isma, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) That's the Emperor's New Groove reference. Mm -hmm. Um, and he basically helped she helped him traffic women, including Jeffrey, to influential men around the world. This includes, as we said, Prince Andrew, uh, former New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson, and attorney Alan Dershowitz. Dershowitz was, he's not only Andrew Prince Andrew's attorney, but he's also Jeffrey Epstein's attorney and was part of organizing that sweetheart deal for Epstein in Miami, the like very, very famous deal that... Yeah. Alex Acosta lost his job over. Basically. And, and Dershowitz was Trump's impeachment lawyer. Right. Yes. And Dershowitz appeared uh, in a very famous interview segment on the show that I do voices for called Tuning Out the oh, News. Yes. And he sounded completely insane. Uh, you should definitely watch that. <laughs> so Jeffrey claims that Maxwell recruited her when she was just 16 years old. And according to the new documents, I mean, the new documents are actually crazy. They basically say that, you know, Little St. James, there was like orgies happening on Little St. James constantly, according to her. She said that her best estimate was that the women on the island ranged from ages 15 to 21. Uh, She says that she saw Maxwell herself engaging in sexual relations with underage girls. Uh, The documents suggest that Maxwell helped Epstein groom over 100 girls, which makes sense when you watch like the Epstein documentary yeah. and you see how they would create like recruitment networks kind of like you could, they'd recruit you and then yeah. you could kind of get promoted to recruiter it yourself. Bas- it, it was basically I run like an MLM. I actually just started uh, the documentary. I hadn't watched it just because last year when he got arrested, I like really just, I felt like I read everything. Yeah. Read all of Julie Brown's pieces. I, I felt like I just had like, I knew everything. So I, but when I started watching again, um, and just seeing all of the interviews and like having it come to life. It's so disturbing and weird. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I, I recommend it. Even if you think you, you know, everything there is to know about this. Not that I thought that, but yes, but, um, okay. So the documents suggest that Epstein and Maxwell groomed over a hundred girls. Uh, and then in this document dump, which took place today, there's a little, there's a little tidbit that's making, Big waves on Twitter in which Jeffrey claims that former President Bill Clinton was a guest on Epstein's private little St. James Island. Uh, and that she, it, the allegation actually is that she saw him with two girls mm-hmm. on the island. Uh, and then she also says that she traveled on the plane with like Al Gore and similar people like that. So 
Ew. big names being dropped. I mean, they're so creepy. Are we there's surprised? also that story. No, there's also that story about like Ghislaine asking like a professional songwriter to like write a personalized birthday song about Epstein and just included like a lot of gross references about like schoolgirls and like 24 hour erections. And the guy was like, you know, usually when I write these, like I, I talk to like a dozen of people's friends. Like I want to really, and she was like, no, you're just going to go through me. And it was just That's, like their pervy little love song. This is, I mean, th this story just gets crazier and crazier. Yeah. I'm not surprised by any of it, but yeah, I mean, I wonder how much more will come out. Right. I'm sure there's lots more that can. She apparently, she is still detained, but she tried to get released uh, into like house arrest to a luxury Manhattan hotel. And they said, nope. First time that's ever happened for yeah. a powerful person. Exactly. But at least the president wishes her well. And with that, and don't we all, and don't we, I think that does bring us to the end of the pod. Uh, until the end of democracy, or I'm sorry, I forgot that we changed our tag. It's until whatever the we feel like. <laughs> the tag whatever is you feel into that day. Until the return of democracy. I'm Elise Morales. And I'm Amanda Duberman. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. The Betches Sup Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Amanda Duberman. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send your emails to sup at Betches.com. 